0: You are listening to The Lake, and this is a live broadcast from Copenhagen, our little small home-built radio studio in the heart of Copenhagen. I'm your host, my name is Jan Høgh-Strikker, and I'm here to introduce a very special guest that we have here today, Miki Yui, who comes all the way from Düsseldorf, Japanese artist, composer, musician, based in Düsseldorf, the past 20 years. She's playing this evening in Copenhagen together with the American composer Carl Stone. They have a duo called Realistic Monk. They play a concert at a place called Christianshavns Beboerhus. And for everyone in Copenhagen listening in right now, I do recommend that you come. Also playing is Oliver Laumann and Klaus Haxholm. So actually kind of a star lineup. But what we have for you right now is a Half an hour, 40 minute live set with Miki Yui, a solo. And afterwards, we talk a little bit about Realistic Monk, about her latest releases, about how she came uh, to experimental music, stuff like that. So um, enjoy the next 40 minutes. I will open the door, go tell Miki that she can start playing. Maybe she already started. You are listening to The Lake Radio live set with Miki Yui
1: you are very very fortunate you're listening to the lake radio i know
0: i'm charles amerconian former music director of kpfa artistic director of other minds in san francisco all things avant-garde
1: come to you here
0: they do indeed this was a live concert live set from japanese composer artist musician Miki yui and Thank you so much, uh, Miki, for for doing it. Uh, Let's take a short break, listen to some of Miki's own music. She's playing tonight in Copenhagen with American composer Carl Stone and their duo Realistic Monk. And we're going to listen to a track from their recent LP, Realm, that came out on a Belgian label called Meo Kusma. And let's listen to the first track, and afterwards I'll get Miki to come in here in the studio, talk to her a little bit about her uh, work with Carl stone and her latest album and maybe some of her earlier music and we can listen to different stuff this is realistic monk real number one from the latest album realm This was the first track of the album Realm by the duo Realistic Monk and Miki Yui. Thank you so much for the live set you put on for us. This is not very often that we do this on the Lake Radio, but we should do it almost every day because it was very atmospheric for our small makeshift radio studio here to have a live set. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you for inviting me. It's a big pleasure to be here on the Lake Radio and it's my first time in Copenhagen.
0: Well, uh, welcome to Copenhagen. Um,
2: Very nice <laughs> city. I
0: like it. You're playing this evening together with Carl Stone in your duo Realistic Monk. And this right. was the first track from your latest album.
2: The first album. The first
0: album together? Yes. Can you tell me a little bit how you came to work with uh, Carl and what is what kind of music is it that you explore together?
2: Well, um, I met Carl first time 2015 uh, when he played in Dusseldorf i I'm based in Dusseldorf and uh, through a common friend, and she put me together um, with Carl Stone talking about his music. And then eventually uh, we uh, did one very short improvisation together, and we kind of liked it, and Carl invited me to play together. So since then, 2016, we've been touring in Europe several times, and we collected the material, and that's how the album came. It's live session, studio session, mixed.
0: Uh, you do studio sessions, but he's based in Tokyo and you are in Düsseldorf.
2: Yes, while we were touring in Europe, um, we uh, made the time to um, set up the studio in my own very small home recording studio and uh, we did a session together. So mostly this album is made out of a live, continuous live uh, session and nothing really like, pre-composed.
0: Carl is known for... Um he, he often composes and plays with his computer and different patches that he makes. But the setup that you brought today, uh, is that the setup that you also play on the record?
2: Yes, uh, it's basically it's the same way how I play music live. When I make album, it's more um, composing on computer. But when I play um, live, I don't use any computer. I use uh, sequencer, drum m- sampler, or solar oscillator. Which are nothing linked, so they are all not in sync, and it creates kind of organic uh, structure. And that's the thing about a uh, realistic monk. There is uh, one side. Uh, well, we're both uh, together sample-based artists, but uh, the approach is totally different. That my approach is very organic, and uh, Carl's approach is maybe more um, maximum speed-like um, um, processing. Um, modulating
0: what kind of samples do you use I, I noticed here in the end there was also some what I assume was Japanese singing
2: no uh, no, this is actually Moroccan I think uh, <laughs> Arabic and uh, I
0: wasn't paying uh, attention
2: uh, it's very difficult because my samples are based on the aesthetic which you can't really tell but you associate with something so um, it can be really natural sound field recordings or voices and um, electronic sounds and instrument which I play they're all modulated modified in the way that you kind of have a um, association but you can't really define what it is
0: maybe we could listen to another track from uh, from your new album w- when did it come out
2: um, it came out April and April
0: Ap- April and this is your first tour after the album
2: no, I've been uh, touring in May, in UK, in uh, different places, in Germany, in Holland, and yes. I, b- I will be playing in Taiwan and Japan this autumn.
0: Let's listen to, uh, th- they're all the same title, like it's number one, number two, number three, number four, number five on this album. So let's listen to number three.
2: Yes, from Realistic Monk.
0: Exactly. And we're going to listen to the entire track. It's seven, almost eight minutes long.
2: Okay, that's good.
0: And to the listeners out there, you're listening to The Lake Radio. We are here live uh, broadcasting with Miki Yui visiting the studio. And we're going to listen to Realistic Monk Reel number three from uh, their uh, Realistic Monk's recent album. back and this was a track from realistic monk we're broadcasting live here with Mickey Yu in the, in the studio and um, let me ask you the piece that we just listened to now it's very it's, it's in, intense listening in in the headphones that's why we also took took it off it if you when you're playing live tonight in Copenhagen, is it close to the album or is it more it's just improvised live
2: well, basically, we improvise live, so um, it could be a bit close to album. Since we made an album, we have certain sounds we uh, could play. But uh, let us surprise, I, I wouldn't fix on anything before playing live.
0: I'm kind of curious because you're not educated as a, as a music performer or as, a, no, as I'm, a soloist.
2: Yes, I come from art field. I study only fine art.
0: How did you then arrive at the at the experimental music?
2: Well, um, I think it was uh, when I moved to Dusseldorf, I started to study video art at that time. was still a very, in a way, primitive way of video art. And then I started to make sound for my video, which was more fascinating for me. And I was recording with really basic cassette recorder, my coffee maker or rice cooker, which is sound from outside and making some noise. And that was... Um, much more visual than what I did on the visual, real visual side, and I realized oh, this is a very interesting field which I could explore, and eventually I started to learn more studio work, engineering things, which I'm still not good enough, but um, yeah, that's how I started uh, getting into sound
0: brought with you I noticed uh, when you when you played here before uh, like a small solar solar
2: oscillators yeah. yes this okay. is um, um, made uh, I think originally by a Dutch sound artist um, and then I learned from a Kern, uh, Cologne uh, artist who is working with this as an installation and I started to make a clothes like acoustic suit with this it's a solar panel connected to uh, three oscillators and uh, you can connect them differently it's like a very simple um, basic modular synthesizer which you can't really control because of the solar power and also how the um, oscillators are built they're kind of like three oscillators finding to get this um, power so it's all constantly changing uh, the switching by itself and i like this kind of idea that something is really random and you can't really control
0: yeah, you also you demonstrated it uh, for us and like uh, just touching it and uh, yeah, t- touch, touching and even just a little bit it ch- changes a lot.
2: Yeah, it's actually not really touching, but I was covering the yeah. light and it needs uh, very few light. So um, mostly I have to um, cover it really well to have no sounds anymore. So just the very subtle movement of the shadow it uh, catches and changes the sound.
0: So it's kind of an interac- interactive instrument. Yes, absolutely. And also you, you said that you wanted. Uh, you also brought a, a sequencer, but you didn't really want to make music that is very synced. You wanted to get out of sync. Yes. So, so this random element of the solar panel is yes. one of the...
2: Well, I think, uh, uh, yes, it's also uh, like randomness and uh, also I believe uh, everything is in a way synced in our perception because uh, um, we are also in th- at the same time of as music is going. So for me it's to keep... Things not synced means uh, leave the space for the imagination. So uh, that's why I I try to not like sync the gears and I try to play like I leave a lot of space in between so that the things, uh, much of the things happen the listeners had.
0: Some of your earlier albums was called Small Sounds and another one was called Small Sounds Meet Small Music. Small Sounds, what, what is that about?
2: Yeah, small sounds, it's uh, sometimes uh, misunderstood that the sound is small. But uh, I think it's uh, not only about the size of the uh, sound or volume, because uh, size is always relative. I would just realize there is certain things uh, in the perception. If you focus on one thing, you eliminate the other things. And about the sound, you can't really close your ears. So I try to go the opposite way to open up the ears, and to open up the ears, you need certain signal or very some things some some things you kind of like th- which triggers your ears to open up and so small sounds is made in a way that you can't really recognize, but you once you catch it, that could be a switch to open up your ears. That's mostly quite subtle, small sounds, maybe quiet sounds. But uh, if you kind of switch into this, then you can listen everything else. For example, um, I was uh, very ill as a child. I mean, I was always like getting cold and, you know, not going to school. Mm -hmm. So I stayed at home and I was uh, just lying in the bed and I heard uh, pigeons outside. And then I don't like pigeon sound in the city. So I tried to eliminate this in my head, of course, it didn't work. But suddenly I started to hear some very small sounds of my bedclothes moving or my my breath or so. Then I realized I could hear so far away, even beyond the pigeon and the car sound from the street. Everything was all together as a huge sound. And I was just, you know, floating on this sound. So that was kind of initial point where which I realized there is a certain switch in my ears where you can really open up your ears.
0: so you still use this listening practice making music today?
2: I think once you realize it's it's like uh, learning how to focus your ears or defocus your ears and uh, I think it's a very uh, essential point of my work and uh, through that I also met Rolf Julius he's a sound artist um. He passed away, it's really sad, 2010, um, from Berlin. He made small music. And as I uh, released my first album called Small Sounds, I said hello to him, wrote a very old-fashioned letter to him. And we eventually met together and we collaborated on one album, live album. And we played some, some live shows in Germany, in different places. And so... I think we kind of share this kind of um, idea of special small quality of sounds.
0: I even I found on your webpage some sort of almost a manifest on small sounds.
2: Yes, I'm still, um, yeah, yes, it's still in my heart and it's very essential for my work.
0: I'm interested in this, of course, because I used to do, we just ended it, a podcast on listening and listening strategies and our, it was called deep listening, uh, mm-hmm. inspired by Pauline Oliveros, of yes. course. And it was also a revelation for me, just the idea that, that there's a difference between hearing and listening yes, in some way. So, yeah, I can very much relate to uh, this as some sort of also musical aesthetics.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. If, uh, I met once, only once Pauline Oliveros and I heard her performance and um, both her personality and her music It's amazing. It's so... St- as it was so touching and um, I absolutely relate my work to her idea of deep listening though it's not really like similar thing or I'm not following her instruction or so but uh, deep in deep inside it's really have something to do with
0: it maybe we could listen to a track from your latest album that came out in May it's called Mills and it came out on a Manchester label called What's it called? Cusp Edition. Cusp Edition, and you, I found it here online. Let's listen to the track called "Salute." Mm -hmm. It's two minutes and. It's very cute piece. (laughs) Cute piece, two minutes and forty-four seconds. was the track salute from the album or uh, the album mills came out in may and you called the track cute what do you mean by that
2: well um i think uh, for uh, for me all my music pieces which i create they gain kind of own life so for me it's like on organic pieces and it's yeah how how you listen to it it's really cute
0: it happened so that we ver- very rarely do these uh, live sessions on the lake radio, but one of the, f- like shortly after we started the lake radio, we had uh, a duo called O Yama O playing live. Oh, yes, that's my friend, Rie.
2: Yeah. Rie. Yes. Rie
0: uh, Naka- Nakajima. Yes, nice. And uh, Keiko Yamamoto. Keiko, mm-hmm. Keiko Yamamoto. Yes. Fantastic live set and wow. b- a beautiful in- small interview that we did with uh, with them. Mm-hmm. You played with uh, Rie, right?
2: Yes. Yes, he's my good friend. Yes.
0: Do you have the same sort of a pr- like, I mean, they brought a lot of small stuff right, f- uh, in the studio. It, is, it was also in many ways small sounds, but it was also a performance, almost a sculptural performance, if yes, you can yes, say that. Yes,
2: yes. Well, Rie on, uh, is a sculptor, so she would not really uh, call herself as a musician. And uh, I played with her, but it's more in a way of uh, performing, uh, and uh, like in between installation and performing. And we can do really um, funny, stupid things, because we are friends, so it's really liberating.
0: You play live together or you record it also?
2: Uh, No, we play live together. Um, So far, I think two or three times in very different settings. Once in uh, Cafe Otto, and once in new york and uh, we can like do really performative way like uh, banging the chair together or you know these kind of things which i would never do as a solo and that's nice thing about uh, with Rie. it's not only being in the same field of uh, solo work just do something else
0: in in depth perf- i saw performance of theirs also in in in, in bergen in in norway yes. which was really mesmerizing it was fantastic it was more like a ritual mm-hmm. and it might be my uh, eurocentric ignorance but i s- it feels like that there's some sort of connection their music but also from yours to mm, a little bit to traditional japanese music or anyway to tra- to japanese uh, culture that makes your music a little bit different from much european music is that just my outside view on it or do you feel in some ways related to
2: well often um Well, I can only speak for my work. Uh, Often, people tell me that it's very Japanese. Um, Maybe I could imagine that it has a lot of space, uh, emptiness, which I I kind of feel things in this emptiness, but I try to leave emptiness as it is. And maybe that's the thing about this uh, Japanese way or Asian philosophy of uh, relating with space and time. Maybe that's something about, do, but I try not to focus on this because it's too easy to fix on, like, what is Japanese or yeah, what yeah. is European. And I think we we are kind of discovering, exploring much farther than that.
0: I think we have uh, reached almost the end of this live broadcast. Uh, we're going to play a track, more, one more track from uh, your latest album, and then we can just recommend the concert. Yes. Please evening. come
2: this evening.
0: You're playing with Carl Stone and your duo Realistic Monk at Christian uh, Christianshavns Beboerhus.
2: Yes, looking forward to meet you then.
0: Yeah, and also playing is uh, uh, Oliver Laumann, and he'll bring some friends. Don't know any more than that. And then a- another Danish uh, artist called Klaus Haxson. Star lineup. Come to Christianshavns Beboerhus. We can't recommend this enough. And Miki, thank you so much for uh, coming to The Lake Radio to do this live set and this uh, interview.
2: Thank you very much.
0: I wish you the best of luck on uh, the continued tour. Yes, thank uh, you. Yeah, looking forward to this evening and we're going to listen to the track called Dial Moon, eight minutes long from your latest album, Mills.
2: Thank you.